Welcome to Northeast Sound and Story, coming to you from Manchester, New Hampshire, Thursday, June 15th. On this, our fourth episode, I talk and drink with Texas's own Urban Pioneers. We talk about vans and music and life on the road. My apologies for the delay as I ran into some technical difficulties. Make sure to send all your questions and comments to northeastsoundandstory at gmail.com. You can listen to the latest episodes on iTunes and Stitcher. Please don't forget to give us a rating and review on both. And you can listen to all archived episodes on miketon.net. That's M-I-K-E-T-O-N.net. And now for our fourth episode. <laughs> it's really funny because uh, I always ask people, like, what are your tour dates? And every person that ever comes here is like, uh, uh. <laughs> is that something I needed to know? <laughs> yeah, I know where tonight is. This will not come out for at least two days. Uh, yeah, so you guys are permanently on tour? Yeah, permanently on tour for the most part. We started this tour April 15th. And uh, it goes till June 4th or 5th. Uh, we ended at John Hartford Memorial Festival in uh, in Indiana. Bean and then Blossom. we go, yeah, at Bean Blossom, like Bill Monroe's Bean Blossom Bluegrass Festival Grounds. It's going to be awesome. I'm really excited for that. But uh, so far, I don't, I don't even know how many days it's been. We haven't had any days off since April 15th. We haven't had any days every off? Every day. Yeah, every day so far. We don't have one for another two weeks. We have no days off this tour. Just steady at it. Do you guys like having days off, or would you prefer not to? Uh, depends. Yeah, it depends. Like, when it's worth it to have a show. I mean, it, sometimes your time is better spent, like, on management type stuff. I like to have management Monday type stuff. But, I mean, if people want to have us, might as well, you know, let's play. I mean, we don't really get to this area you know, we only really get to the Northeast and New England area like once a year. Because no one's so. coming here during the winter well, time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, well, I mean, we were like, we're up here. We'd hardly ever get up here. So, might as well play as much as, as we much can as while we're up yeah. here, you know, make it make it worth the trip. And uh, yeah, I mean, this has been an awesome tour so far. Uh, we have a lot more cool stuff coming up. Um, we're doing the Westport Roots Festival in Kansas City. And like I said, the John Hartford Memorial Festival in Indiana. And uh, we got a bunch of shows between here and there, That's all awesome. over the place. Pennsylvania, Indiana, Virginia, oh, still shit. left to go. Um, wow. Missouri, all over. Do you guys have a website? Yeah, www.urbanpioneersmusic.com. So when nobody remembers the dates, I was just telling <laughs> yeah, them to say yeah, their website. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, just go to our website. It's easy to find. Google us, Urban Pioneers. should be pretty simple to find us. Yeah, so you guys um, just came out with a new record, right? Yeah, the it's actual coming out tomorrow? official release date is tomorrow. And uh, we couldn't be more excited about it. We're super excited about it. This is our third studio album. Uh, we recorded it, um, I can't even remember, at the, the, the very end of our last tour. Yeah, I was going to ask, do you, do you do it in the middle of a tour yeah. with like a destination in mind? Yeah. Do you do, you well, do it where you're from? Like, where we, do you guys record? We were originally, well, we recorded it in Murfreesboro at a buddy of ours' house, um, or a buddy of our studio, Twin Oak uh, Recordings, Twin Oak, Twin Oak Studio in Murfreesboro. Our buddy Jason Dietz was the engineer on it. And um, we just went in there and we knocked out the tracking in one day. Oh, Everything. wow. Yeah, we toured on the album, playing the album, pretty much rehearsing the album for yeah. about like two months leading up to it. We went in there and knocked it out, tracked everything in one day. Um, the next day, uh, we had a friend, Joe Maturette. He was there and he, he went back and did a, like, a little bit of electric guitar stuff. We oh, had, cool. like added a little bit of harmonies and stuff, but... Um, I, w- I was really happy with the way we did this one because um, with the past albums we just did it all track by track. Oh, you did, I, yeah. Yeah. Bands like this generally play together in a room. I would so much recording generally goes yeah. that way. Yeah. Rock bands or certain type of things they'll track one at a time. Right. But like string bands for the most part play together. Yeah. yeah. It was but, different before though because we 
didn't have a bass player, so he had to record the bass and the banjo. Oh, okay. yeah. So we had to do it and separately. Guitar, and and so you do the bass first? Or yeah. That's, yeah. That's how yeah. And we did it to a click track, and it, you just lose all the... You know, you lose all the emotion and the yeah, you know, know, for the, sure. the, the heart of it, you know. And I mean, we were very happy with our first two albums. With I mean, we were a really new band, especially when our first album came out. Um, I had just started playing banjo, and we yeah. just Liz and I just slapped a bunch of songs together. We went in the studio and you know cranked that out. But uh, like the progression that the band has gone through over the past couple of years, I, I'm really happy with the direction it's going and what the way this album turned out. I'm super excited. It's uh, it's it's all over the place still. Like our last album, Vehicle in Transit, had a, a good variety of stuff, and this one kind of reaches out even a little bit more. There's uh, definitely like some traditional old timey stuff, and yeah. there's definitely some like western swing and like trucker country type stuff. Yeah, and then we get into some kind of like I don't know, almost like punk rock songs for the most part. Um, you got a couple songs that are pretty aggressive on there. Um, some yeah, why limit yourself, right? Right, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's our band. It's, it's we can band. do whatever we want. Yeah, there's yeah. nobody telling us what we can and what we can't do and how we should play stuff. So we're just going to do it however it yeah. comes out, you know? Yeah. yeah. So there's four of you all together? Is uh, you guys um, in a van? Do you have a trailer? Or is it all like jam? We're all on? packed in, in that van right there. We just got a, a, a new van because our last, we were touring in a bus and that was on the cover of Vehicle like in Transit. Like a full-size bus? No, it was shuttle. like a shuttle okay, bus. Yeah, it was yeah. like an airport like shuttle bus. Tree, yeah, 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 yeah. We had that and that broke down in Idaho. And uh, so we had to get a new van and we got this van. Uh, her name's Sally. You know, Sally, so, that's yeah, a nice she's name. the most important member of the band, Sally Gooden. She's a Gooden. And uh, so we got her, and uh, it's the four of us in the van. Uh, we have Stagger. He's kind of a, well, he, he does our merch, but he's more of like a tour manager, crew member, makes sure all of our stuff is together, drive all our drunk butts around. <laughs> well, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. For them. I yeah. mean, yeah. for Stagger, it might not be so great. Yeah. But. <laughs> Yep. So, uh, do you, did you have to learn how to work on cars, or did you know how, or do you guys pay ah. other people to do it? This is the question. Well, um, oddly enough, oh no, I was going to say that, that was more in, uh, in, we've we've had some van troubles in Paulette, Vermont, actually, well, that's where we're going tomorrow, Yeah, and we've had some guys right. out there freezing cold, like working on changing alternators and stuff like that. Uh, I'm, I think I'm pretty mechanically inclined. If there's something like an alternator or something like that, sure. I could change that on the side of the road, but now we have Martin over here on the base. He, uh, Martin's actually a mechanic, so we picked him up uh, in January. He, he jumped was that, in the was that part of your selling yeah, point? Yeah, yeah. That, it's so not true. Yeah. I didn't know <laughs> you, you played bass. They hired me, so they yeah. hired you as a mechanic, yeah. and they gave you an upright? <laughs> Learn how to play this. You're good at that fixing car <laughs> stuff. You're good with your hands, right? This yeah. is with your hands. You'll be fine. Uh, so yeah, uh, so far so good. Knock on wood. Uh, we haven't had any troubles this this tour. It's a pretty good van. Yeah, yeah, it's a newer van. We yeah. upgraded. We were finally like, you know, this is like our main important thing that we yeah. need to keep running. We're gonna have to fork over some moolah. Yeah, let's get a good van and like, you know, it's keep, important. Keep this thing it is. on the road. I'm yeah. so tired of breaking down. Yeah, some of it's just luck though. It doesn't matter how new your yeah. van. Totally. <laughs> and speaking of luck, like every time we break down, it's like a Friday afternoon. So there's no shops open. Nobody wants to look at it till Monday. So we're and stuck it's your most for three important dates. Yeah, yeah. And Friday and Saturday miss. that's normally the money oh, days. Yeah, you know, yeah. those are like the better you know better show days. So, but yeah, so far so good. Haven't had any problems. Good Going coast to coast so far, no problems. That's fantastic. Yeah. Do you guys want to play a song? Yeah. yeah. Let's do. Uh, want to do uh, Goliath coming down? Yeah, let's do that. All right. This is uh, a new song off our new album. The new album is called Feast or Famine. It is now available on our website, www.urbanpioneersmusic.com. 
iTunes, Spotify, all that good stuff. You can find it on there. And you can also find this song. Let's do it. You ready? I try to buy as much beer as possible thank just you, in case. You. you never know. You could be here for 10 minutes. You could be here for 10 hours. Whatever. 10 beers in 10 minutes. So you guys, uh, you drove. So you, you've been from one coast to the other? 
Yeah, like I said, we started in Texas. We all live in Texas now. We we used to claim to be a Tennessee band. Are you from Tennessee? Uh, I'm from Tennessee. Liz and I, we were living in Tennessee up until January of this year. We were living in East Tennessee. And uh, we kind of went through some lineup changes. We needed to find a new bass player. We needed to find somewhere to live because we were just kind of crashing at my mom's house. So uh, when we talked to Scooter, Scooter or Martin, uh, he's from, he lives in Fort Worth and, or, and from Fort Worth. So we moved to Texas, and we, li- we now live in a small town called Breckenridge at Liz's dad's cattle ranch. And uh, so now we're a Texas band. That's awesome. And uh, so we started in Texas and then made our way out to California, cut up through like Nevada, um, Utah, Colorado, made our way over to West Virginia, kind of along the northern border of the country, and then down to West Virginia. Now we're up in New England. And cool. yeah. It went coast to coast, touch both sides. So you guys play festivals and bars. Which do you goat prefer? Goat farms. We played a goat play farm anything? in Colorado. <laughs> uh, we're playing a goat, goat farm. Bar. Goat farm was awesome. You <laughs> played goat like cheese house or parties. house yeah. parties? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, like I kind of, I, I prefer intimate, more intimate, casual. informal. That's what we do here in you know? this holy yeah. mess of a home. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's kind of, I don't know. That's kind of my favorite. I mean. Yeah, it's awesome to play a festival with like a couple thousand people right. and, you know, sell a lot of merch and stuff like that and, you know, meet a bunch of people and stuff. But a lot of times I like to just kind of chill and just like, I, I think Sunday afternoon shows are kind of my yeah, favorite, you know? early Sunday afternoon shows for some reason. mimosas and screwdrivers. That and sounds amazing. I, yeah. Love, yeah. I love mimosas. Yeah, I mean, right? Yeah, yeah that's kind of I don't know favorite. where this Sunday is, but <laughs> I'm glad to be there. I have to work, but fuck work. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, do you guys play everywhere. Do you guys have any favorite bars? I mean, you travel a lot, oh, right? That you wow. play at. I mean, like I man. would say, like Toodles is probably one of our favorites yeah, in we, Circleville. Ohio. We have a ton of fair Westport Saloon in Kansas City. Toodles, just people and, that treat you well. Yeah, Lions like, yeah. Lair in Denver. A lot um, of friends and tons of that. We have so many, like all over the world. We have some some really fair and. It's pretty cool. Liz and I, we've we've been together playing in bands for a little over five years now. We started out as a backing band for other people in the past, and we've we've gotten to know a lot of people and gotten to travel and you know gotten to go to Europe a bunch of times. And it's been cool to see like how bars grow up. You know, a lot of people watch kids grow up and things like that. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we, there's been a, a a number of places where we played like the first show there. Yeah. Or a promoter's first show that he put on there, or something like that. And still, even later, like after five to six years later, we we get to see those bars thriving and doing well or not doing so yeah, well. Yeah, I mean, on the opposite side, it's really sad to see those bars yeah, close There's down. some places yeah. that you know that we considered our home. We were at more than our actual homes, yeah. and you know they're not around anymore. So uh, it's pretty it's a rough sad. business. Yeah, it, it I mean, is. like being a musician. Really yeah, yeah, you know, so. But yeah, I mean, yeah, we get we definitely get to see and do a lot, yeah, of, yeah. you know, do do a lot of cool stuff, which is awesome. We're hitting new countries in Europe this year. Yeah. That's awesome. We've uh, how, how do you guys? Do you have a booking agent in other countries? Just you guys? Do. In the past, when <clears throat> when the Urban Pioneers went over, I would I did most of the booking because in the bands that Liz and I were in before, we used to play with Bob Wayne and the Outlaw Carnies. Yeah. And we were over there a lot. So we made a lot of friends, oh, made okay. a lot of yeah, contacts yeah. and stuff like that. So whenever it came down for us to do it ourselves, it was difficult. It's a pain in the neck. But um, we were able to book it ourselves. But thankfully, this tour, we have two different booking agencies we're working with. We're working with Owl's World in the UK and Rootsy Live in Scandinavia. Oh, wow. And, like, 
dealing with somebody that's in the area is way easier. They have their, mm-hmm. their ear to the ground a lot more. They know the local you know, they bands. Know the they places. know how to get people yeah, there. Yeah, yeah right. totally. It's just not talking to a bar where you have no idea whether or not folks right. are going to show yeah, up because you do not live in that country yeah. or speak the yeah. language. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like just thanks for just having us. Like we'll just see how it goes. Now we actually have somebody that knows you know what's going on. And we're playing a bunch of cool festivals uh, in Ireland, England, oh, wow. uh, Sweden. We've got a bunch of stuff coming up. We're leaving... We're leaving uh, July second. I second. think. Yeah, we play Moonrunners. It's a festival in Chicago at uh, at Reggie's. So we play that festival, and as soon as we're done at that festival, we haul, get all of our stuff, put it in a cab, and go to O'Hare and fly over to Dublin, and then uh, we we play that day, like the next day. Are you like playing a bunch as... of shows in Ireland, or just? Yeah, yeah. yeah we're well, we're gonna be in Ireland for about a week and a half. And the first five days, we're going to be at this, uh, it's called the American Folk Park in Ulster. Yeah. And uh, we're going to be there for five days, play two sets a day. And, uh, well, we'll be there for five days. We play four days playing two sets a day. And it's going to be really nice. I'm two really excited about day, it. Yeah, well, I mean, that, I'm not too worried about that. I'm, I'm more no, excited yeah, yeah. about, like, um, being able to just be in one spot for five days. I've yeah. never been to Ireland. I'm super it's, excited. It's amazing. The people there, uh, Northern, uh, Ireland proper, regardless, people there are fantastic. Yeah, that's what I hear. Everything yeah. is great. Uh, the Shaskin was originally owned by this guy, Matt Malloy, who's the flautist for the Chieftains. Oh, wow. He's considered the world's greatest flautist. Oh, uh, his wow. music was the first music to ever be played in space. Wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he has like a shit ton of Grammys and stuff. And he also owns a bar in the Westport in the County Mayo. And like once a year, once every other year, like we go out and we just stay there. That's like awesome. they have like uh, bands come through all the time and stuff. So they have an apartment above the pub and they just let us stay there for free. It's, What's the name of it? Uh, it's called Matt Malloy's. Matt Malloy's? Yeah, it's in Westport. I have to hit Al up. Al, yeah. get us in Matt Malloy's, man. I yeah, no, it's it like they have a huge room. It, it kind of looks like the Shaskeen if the back half of the Shaskeen was disconnected and sort of looked like a barn. Uh-huh. And it's just this big room they play music in. It's they have music there all the that time. It's, it's awesome. fantastic. Yeah, that's killer. Super nice out there. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very excited to go to Ireland. Uh, we've only been to the UK one time. Been to to England one time, and we got a bunch of festivals and stuff coming up uh, in England. And then we'll make our way over to Sweden and Norway for another two weeks. Got a bunch of festivals there. So everybody tells me that like American roots music is super well received in Europe. Yeah. And, like, I, I it. Yes, American roots music is well received, right. but I think they're just their mentality of musicians and, and their art. appreciation for the arts over there is a yeah. lot greater than the government than what ours like is over fun- here. does a lot more funding for the arts in Europe than the states do. I mean, that's like the first thing to go in schools in the states. Yeah, but that's like the first thing they invest in in Europe. Yeah, and they even have like youth clubs for kids, and it's it's just a bar. I mean, because kids can drink there when they're. Yeah, sixteen. I think it's sixteen. Something. Something, yeah, yeah. Some you places know? don't even have an, yeah. like an age and limit. The, you have to be with an adult. Yeah, and yeah. the government like will give these youth centers a budget to have bands there, so the kids have something to do in the afternoons after school. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I remember the, the first European tour I did. I saw the schedule and there was like three youth centers on there. I'm like, great. We're playing YMCA's, <laughs> drinking Kool Aid, and playing YMCA. And then we got there and I realized like, no way, man. Like. They can drink at a way younger age, and their youth center is a bar. You know, when That's they super yeah, awesome, awesome, very awesome. Yeah. I uh, I had a musician contact me to play at the Shaskin once, and he said he was from Canada, and that when you go on tour, you can ask the government for money, mm-hmm. and they will give you thousands of dollars yeah. to promote your art, not only in their country, but other countries. Yeah. Like it, 
in the United States does no, not yeah, work not like that. No. Like they don't that give a either. shit no, about you no. playing music. Yeah. No. And I mean, the American government makes it really difficult for European and other, like, outside, you know, other nationalities, other people, other musicians to come into the U.S. Yeah, like our work visa laws and you know our immigration with laws musicians too. I know Canada yeah. used to be like five hundred dollars person. It's not like that anymore. I mean, as far as I hear. Yeah, I've heard that Canada. You can. You, we haven't been to Canada yet, but I've heard that you could cross no problem now. It used to be like five hundred dollar yeah. work visa per person yeah. or band if you got it ahead of time. But now I guess they don't really care. They're like, go for right. it. And the more yeah. culture you bring in, the better. Yeah, it's the, pretty the much US impossible down, to come yeah. over to the U.S. with an actual musician's visa unless you're like a corporate like um mainstream like a, band that has because they only get so you, many like, yeah. so many visas away and they sell them to like the yeah the big the, wigs the before the little people there, can even yeah. get to them yeah so yeah. it's kind of we have these friends in poland that we always tour with and i've been trying for three years now to mm-hmm. figure out a way and it's like basically if you have a nobel peace prize you can apply to be a sponsor Oh what? what? So, like, if you called up yeah. Obama, he could just yeah. let yeah. this happen, is what hey, you're Mary. saying? Or if you have, like, I think it was something like $600,000 in your bank account, then you could be a sponsor. Lord. Because they yeah. want to make sure that you can take care of them if they don't have money and... I don't know. Yeah, it's just I mean, kinda, can't they just stupid. fly over and borrow people's equipment? Yeah, they could, they, but they can. Get, they get busted. We've had several friends get busted when they got over. They already flew over. They're at the airport, and the customs say, "Hey, you're musicians, and you, you either go to jail tonight, or you get on a plane and go back to Europe." Are you yeah, serious? Yeah. 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 No refund for plane tickets. No refund. I know like people that. who have yeah. stayed in the country working here. I mean, yeah. <laughs> for years yeah. that like. Because there's, there's a loophole in some, you could just go to another country. If you go to Mexico, because yeah. you're only allowed to stay for six months, I think it is, uh-huh. or 90 days. Three months or something. Yeah, it's three months. And then you just fly to Mexico and you can come back and it just restarts your 90 days. Uh-huh. You can just keep doing that. Yeah. And the government doesn't care. Yeah. Wow. Because I have a friend who literally just left for Europe. Uh, he quit his job. He cashed in his 401k and he sold everything he owned. And he just decided he wanted to live an adventure. So he's in Europe right now. Uh, what I assume is dodging governments because yeah. he does not have yeah. a legal reason to be there. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's been moving from one place to another, but he wants to stop and like find work. And yeah, it, it, get, it gets real rough. Yeah, it can it get hairy and stuff. Yeah, they yeah, can deport I mean, you real quick. Totally. And then on the opposite yeah. side, when we go over there, they're like, welcome to our country. You're musicians. That's oh, yeah. great. Yeah. You have merch in your suitcase. I hope you sell it. So yeah. it's just like, yeah. I don't know. It's not Except very for the UK. We got deported from the UK one time. Yeah. We got, we got like yeah. physically deported yeah. from the UK. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't have the, the right work visas. And uh, they knew we were a band. Like They looked at us and they were like, y'all are a band. They Googled us. Google is a musician's worst enemy, man. They Google your name. Boom. Tour dates come up. And they're like, I don't think so. And they put a big X on our passport sent us back to France. Holy Canceled shit. two weeks of shows. They were threatening to put us on lie detector tests. Yeah. It was pretty funny. Yeah, they were hassling us big time. <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I never think you never think things like that would happen. All because of Google. Yeah. So here's my question: Google. Do you hate Spotify or do you guys like Spotify? I like Spotify. I use Spotify I love so it. much. I love it. Yeah, as a human being, it. you you like listening to it, yeah. but as a band, do you like that it no, just distributes I, your music? No, well, I think they, it's great. You don't that, have to. Yeah. If you don't want your music on no, Spotify, no, no, for sure you yeah, don't have you don't to. Have I know to you guys it. are, and like yeah. I, I put music on there all the time, mm-hmm. but I, I'm always interested because some people I meet are completely against. I them. love Spotify. I mean, 
I, I don't think that is a problem that people can listen to your music streaming. I think that's a good thing because then more people are going to listen to your music. Yeah, for sure. And, and you're it, not going to make, a, if you made it like a big band or whatever popular, you're not going to make your money from your CD sales anymore. You make it from live shows. Yeah. Merchandise. So and stuff who like cares? That. You know? Yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I would much rather people listen to our stuff. Yeah. You know, I, I want it to be out. I mean, we're, that's our whole point. We're trying to get people to listen to our music. For sure. And if it wasn't for Spotify, there would be something else. I mean, on our website, you can go to our website and listen to the oh, whole, yeah, for everything sure. for yeah. free. You know, you can go to CD Baby and listen for to Bandcamp. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's so not, many things. It's not streaming, and, but... and as easy as Spotify is. But I, I really, I hear a lot of musicians, you know, talking down about Spotify. But we get, we get paid from it. Yeah, but the, oh, the musicians yeah, totally that are talking down to Spotify are like Madonna or something that's already making millions of dollars anyway. So what is she griping about? Yeah, yeah. Like, but you guys see money back from things like totally, that? It's probably totally. not a lot, but you see no, something. Yeah, we see a little bit. It's not a lot, but um, we we use CD Baby for all three of our albums so far. Yeah. And CD Baby, you upload all your stuff to it, and they make it available. Uh, they make it to where people can order your your physical CD from them, and, and they ship it out to you so you don't have to deal with it, which is really cool. But they also have the digital package to where you you pay a certain amount, and they send it out to all the digital distributors, distributors or as many as you want, like the iTunes, yeah, um, yeah. Amazon, Spotify, and stuff like that. And It's like a yearly it, fee? Yeah. Or uh, well, it's not even a yearly fee. It's a one-time fee. Oh, wow. And we get checks all the time. Like, and from different things, from streaming on Amazon, streaming on Spotify. Digital sales. Yeah. Uh, whenever, whenever they do their statements, it rolls over to, to CD Baby, and CD Baby cuts us a check immediately. Oh, like, that's awesome. And it's not a lot. I mean, we, we might get like a $20 check, like... But it's twenty dollars you wouldn't have had otherwise. Like, totally, yeah. absolutely. I'd yeah. much rather have that than you know not have it. And I want people to listen to our music. So for mm-hmm. us, I don't know. I like Spotify. It's great. Cool. Go like us on Spotify. We'll get paid. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys want to play another song? Yeah. You want to get lazy? Let's get lazy. Wow. 
Ozzy Bong Sleeping in the shade Never gonna get your cornbread made Oh, you You never never get your cornbread made Just a lie in the noonday shade I said, uh, Lazy Bong Sleeping in the sun Never gonna get your day's work done Oh, you never get your day's work done Just a lie in the noonday sun Say when the tatters need spread Bet you keep praying All the bugs fall off of the vine Oh, when you go fishing I bet you keep wishing Fish don't grab at your line Oh, lazy bone Sleeping in the sun Never gonna get your day's work done Oh, you never get your day's work done Just a lie in the noonday sun I'm gonna try it again, okay brought it down (laughs) this is one of those days so uh here's a weird question what would you guys do if you weren't musicians do you have any idea i used to be a mechanic i was a chemical factory maintenance mechanic i lived in bridgeport connecticut for a while yeah and uh, i was working in norwalk connecticut and i made really good money and it was awesome benefits and it was great and it was all it was awesome it was so good I was like, this sucks. <laughs> I want to play my... Well, at the time I played bass, and I was like, all I want to do is play bass. That's what I'm good at. That's what I like to do. That's all I want to do, so that's what I'm going to do. So I, I don't even know what I'd do. I'd probably be a bum if I wasn't a musician. I'd probably be on the street somewhere. What would you do this? I'd probably be like a social worker or something like that. That's what I was going to school for, so I'm kind of glad I didn't stick with that. What about you, Scoop? I'd still be busting my knuckles, turning an inches. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, yeah, somebody was like, you never ask musicians what they'd do if they weren't musicians. And I was like, well, they all seem pretty driven. They generally probably just want to play music. Yeah. Yeah. There's a reason why, you know, we yeah. quit our jobs. Uh, I guess if I, if I didn't have music, I'd probably be still stuck in that factory. Yeah. Listen to music. Yeah, listen to music. Yep. <clears throat> what do you guys listen to? Oh, man. Wait, thank for thank goodness for Spotify. We have Spotify, so we li- like our musical taste is all over the place. Right now, I've been listening to a lot of dulcimer stuff. 
because uh, we were in Did Colorado. Did you get a dulcimer? Just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, we were out in uh, Colorado like a week or two ago, I guess. I don't even yeah. know how long ago it was. But uh, I was looking on Craigslist, and I, I got this wild notion that I wanted to get a dulcimer. So I found one on Craigslist, and uh, I told the guy to meet me at the venue that we were playing at. Well, next to the venue, there was a, uh, a dispensary, right, like a recreational dispensary. Yeah. And that's where we met up, and I bought the dulcimer, and I loved it, and I played it. And that was the first time I ever bought a musical instrument outside of the weed store <laughs> instead of weed outside of the musical instrument store. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I torture them with my dulcimer music sometimes. And then, uh, Is it getting better? Oh, man, I love it. I, I, I feel I like, how long have you been playing the banjo? Uh, just, like almost three years or something yeah, like that. Yeah, you're fantastic at it. So, I mean, I figured you'll pick it. up the dulcimer. I can't worry. I'm working on it. But, yeah, dulcimer's so fun, man. So I listen to a lot of dulcimer music. I like I like like gypsy jazz, like klezmer, yeah, uh, European, like Romanian, yeah, stuff. So I've I don't usually play that in the car because it can <laughs> get kind of weird and stuff. So. Yeah, what do you guys see? I, I had somebody. Uh, I don't know if you guys know uh, Leonhart. He tours with like um, he's touring with SS Web right now. I'll be at my house on Sunday. Uh, he told me he drives no matter if it's him and a whole band, him and a drummer, they drive in silence. And he tours like just like you guys, like all the damn time. Yeah. He doesn't listen to music. Yeah. He doesn't like when there's talking. Like he just wants <laughs> to drive yeah. in yeah. silence. Yeah. Sometimes we do. And that, that blows we, my fucking mind. We have a lot of silent time too. Um, we do that a lot. Yeah, there's just because I mean there was constantly some sort of media and music and some sort of like you know pointed yeah, yeah. at us and blasted whether it's house music in the bar or you know something. So I don't know. We listen to a lot of NPR. You know, That's awesome. And like, uh, we just started listening to, uh, to a bunch of like stand up stuff yeah. on Spotify. Oh, cool! Yeah, because yeah. there's a ton of it. On yeah, there. tons, yeah. tons of stand up stuff. So, to not necessarily have music like pounding at us all the time, we we mix it up a lot. And a lot of times, the most of the times when I'm writing, it's or in the car. yeah, I write while I drive a lot. Yeah. And so I, I can't even listen to anything. Like if I have like a melody or a, a line in my head or something like that, I just turn the radio off. And normally by the end of the drive, I'll have a song written. Really? But yeah, so like I. And he remembers it all. Yeah. I don't know how he does that. I don't don't remember. It's not good. I don't even remember like the one line someone said the night before that was like, oh yeah, I should remember that. And then the next morning it's gone. Yeah, the 10 minutes later, I would have no idea. Like, that's what this notebook is for. I should be using it. (laughs) There was, uh, there's this guy, Zach Slick. He's from Rhode Island. He plays like, uh, he plays old timey music. He plays traditional music. Mm -hmm. And uh, he told me that he knows, uh, something like 175 different traditional songs like off the top of his head well they all sound the same so. <laughs> Liz hates it. maybe I, that's I what it is but he plays like six different instruments yeah so like, that's crazy i can't remember more than like 24 songs yeah, and that's yeah. like tops yeah. i don't i don't know anywhere near that amount but i i i'm trying to build my repertoire of old like instrumental traditional songs yeah, yeah. Or whatever. i'm like hey liz Let's play Mississippi Soil. And I'm like, like, what? How does that go? <laughs> and what key is that? It's a like, song that we play on stage every night. Sometimes Liz is like, how does it go again? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad it's just not me. Okay. Yeah. Literally on my guitar on the top, I have uh, lyrics. The first line to every song yeah. is, yeah. is taped to the top of my guitar because I can't remember anything. But if you get the first line. That's you, it. The rest you, of it yeah. is fine. Sometimes yeah. it's just that first word. If I just get the first even letter sometimes. But if not, I'm just drawing a blank and let somebody help me. I don't know if anybody else ever has this problem, but I get involved in what someone else is doing. So if I'm playing guitar and there's like a fiddle player, I will I will be singing and staring and going, That's I, can't, I could never do that. That's crazy. 
look at how well that person is playing. And then all of a sudden I look out and I go, oh, there were words. What are the words? Oh, shit. Yeah. And then I just look at the fiddle player and I go, hey, take a solo or something. Yeah, and yeah. Fucking, I go over and I bang my head against the wall so I can work it out. Yeah. It's fucking, it's too much sometimes. Our old bass player, he, he was <laughs> looking at a floor, like kind of like yours, I was checkered, but all the, the check, checks are like different colors and they would blink would at different up, times like right oh floor. what that, like, <laughs> like, like a like a european disco yeah, yeah, like yeah, they're, disco. they're playing a, a place so that he's like looking them. at it and he starts thinking oh my god it's like to the rhythm of the song he thought that <laughs> it, was to, it would change at the rhythm of the song but then like we're we're just like no you're just playing really weird right now <laughs> <laughs> you're playing to yeah. the rhythm to the floor <laughs> nobody else is playing to that play with us not the floor man <laughs> That shit is hilarious. Do you guys uh, do a lot of media? Like, do you do uh, regular radio shows? Does that happen? We we try to do as much stuff as we can. And actually, this is the first time we've gotten a publicist. We have a publicist for this album now. We've never done that before. So we're trying to do more stuff like that. We do some podcasts and some, some radio type stuff every now and then here and there. And maybe do some, like, online interviews and stuff. But I, I want to get out and do a lot more you know, type stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. that I think it, it really helps, you know. I think it helps bring people in, totally. you know what I mean? Uh, especially because some bars do like, you guys probably play a lot of bars that do like a lot of punk rock shows and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. And there are people that would come see you that would never go right. see a punk yeah. rock band, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So like we do a lot of, we do a lot of like everything at the bar, but we do a lot of hip hop and stuff. Uh -huh. Like we've had a lot of the Wu-Tang Clan and stuff wow, like cool. that. I've met KRS-One on three separate occasions. Wow, awesome. Uh, <laughs> But like we do, we're an Irish bar and we do Irish music, and we have to go on. There's an Irish radio show that we go on because like people between the ages of fifty and seventy listen to uh -huh. it, and they're the people who come out to Irish shows. You know what I mean? Yeah. For traditional music. So I I don't know. There's a lot of country stations, a lot of places. Yeah, there are a lot. And I mean, there's probably a lot of pop country radio stations yeah, that don't. Yeah, and like we 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 never hardly do anything with like the clear channel stations, like the big radio stations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So it's really nice whenever we can find like local independent type radio stations. Like in uh, in Tennessee, there's one WDVX, and that radio station is so awesome. It's all almost all like folk Americana type music. They have live music on there all the time, and so so like we we would try to get on there whenever we could whenever we were living in Tennessee. But we need to kind of maybe just build our list of radio stations, like independent yeah, yeah, yeah. radio stations, because yeah. that's what it is. We need to do independent. Radio. We're not gonna fit in with you know the Clear Mainstream. Channel, yeah, yeah. you know. 99.3 whatever we're not yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so having a publicist helps though uh, we you guys just, are the first band I know that have a publicist we, we, just, we just started working week, with her so. yeah, oh. we just started working with her this week and we've done some interviews and stuff like that um, th this is what we do for a living this is all yeah. we do so for this album we were like you know like let's try to try to actually get a push and get it you know in front of people and get people to actually mm -hmm. listen to it and you know get try to create a little bit of a buzz because it's really, really difficult for an independent musician to get their music out because there's so much media and there's so much music out there that everybody wants to, you know, wants to have their stuff heard. So you almost kind of have to pay a little bit, pay somebody yeah. to like, you know, push it on people. Because everything's so accessible yeah, at this point it, in yeah, time. Yeah, it you used to be. You need to raise your stuff to the top. Yeah, it used to, to be like, you know, there weren't as many recordings, so it was a lot easier to get your stuff noticed. Yeah. Now anybody with an interface can, you know, for sure. you know have an album. I record know. bands here all the time. Totally, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it, there's a lot going on out there. Do you, do you guys treat the band as a business or? Yeah, yeah. And this year is our first year that we've started trying to be a little bit more professional about it. Like, 
Well, last keeping, year we did two, but it was halfway through the year, so this full year. Yeah. Like, it, it's not, we're not an LLC yet. Um, I don't, we're not really, I don't think that's necessary for us yet, but yeah. that's coming really soon, I yeah. think. And um, we're, we're getting, the, we're, we're preparing ourselves for when we do need it. Like, yeah. keeping track, like, you know, Excel sheets and keeping track of numbers and things like that. Like, that's, that's been our big thing this year. We're trying to be a lot more professional and keep records of everything and receipts and, actually be more business minded about it because it is totally a business you know yeah for sure I mean and if you want to do it for a long time that's what you have to do we're we're not I don't expect to make tons of money I don't you know I don't want to make tons of money but to be able to survive and sustain and keep doing what we're doing we need to be able to you know be more business minded about it and it sucks I hate that I wish all I had to do was play my banjo but yeah. It's funny because I run across two types of musicians. There's the musician who's like, once it stops being fun, I won't do this anymore. Yeah. Right. And then the other one's like, this is more fun than any other job I've ever had in my whole life. Oh, yeah. I never want to Why would I want to go back to a factory yeah. or yeah, doing never. plumbing or working at a gas? They're like, yeah. why the fuck would I want to do that? Yeah. So I'll treat this like a business because then I can live this. Right. 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 right, right, right. And yeah, I mean, like we're looking for longevity. I think a lot of people that are musicians, they want to just like... If I write this hit song, I'll be a you know I'll be a rich famous pop star and I'll you know I'll, I'll be fine. How, forever, there isn't you know? is, yeah. There is that like is that a thing anymore? I uh, I mean so, it is possible sometimes. to sell it's, it's a song. It's very rare. It's very rare. But, but for us, we're we're looking for something more along the lines of something we could do for the next thirty years. Yeah. You know, so we could yeah. just maintain it. Like we want this to be our job. We want this to be our profession. Yeah. You know, we, this is what we want to do for the rest of our lives. So instead of just trying to throw a hail mary and you yeah. know, that's, I don't know, it's not really how we roll, I guess. Yeah, good. But, no, I mean, it does happen to be like, we got a buddy, um, he was from Rhode Island, actually. He, he went on tour, went out to California, they, they did like a, a coast-to-coast tour, and he dropped a handful of CDs off at like Columbia, Sony, like all the different, like, Just because yeah, he just was there? Yeah, just because, right. Yeah. Well, two weeks later, their their band broke up, like, in the middle of the tour. People, like, flew home, drove home, like, yeah, yeah, finished yeah. the, like, quit the tour. Somebody woke up in the morning, someone was on a bus, that type of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, he got a phone call saying, hey, man, like, you're kind of, like, a gnarly dude. You're, like, a rocker kind of guy, you know? Like, you're not, like, TV material. Like, you're not, like, this studly kind of guy, but we really like your songs. And if you want to move to California and be a songwriter, you could do that, right? Like... Holy cow! And then he Holy was hanging shit. out with us like the night of the Grammys. We were playing in California, and he got you got a text message from Katy Perry. It's like congratulations, we just won a Grammy. Because Are you serious? He, yeah, he's like, yeah. I'm totally serious. That is crazy. I'm totally serious. I almost guarantee you know who he is too. It's crazy. We'll yeah. talk about it later. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Mm-hmm. That's that's yeah. Man, you never so like stuff like that does happen. Yeah, because I never think things like that happen. No, I'm definitely he's very not putting rare any. Yeah, it's rare. I'm not putting any rare. eggs in that basket. No. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. That's that like that is a yeah. I was gonna say that's a lottery ticket situation. Mm-hmm. Do you guys want to play another song? Uh, yeah. What do want to do? Let's do a faster one. Maybe uh, like uh, an old time. Uh, or fly around. Yeah, I gotta change my tune. Okay. Right. Let's talk for one more second. Yeah, I can always put an intro in there. Do you guys ever have problems touring, like with the uh, things in your van? I know a lot of touring bands. I know, like, I know you guys don't have a trailer. Has anyone ever tried to break any of your oh, shit? Oh, yeah. a lot, a lot. We've gotten yeah. gotten robbed a number of times. Really? Yeah. The last time we were in Brooklyn, somebody broke into our our bus Dude. and uh, stole a couple instruments. No, thankfully, we brought the most expensive stuff inside. Oh, but that's they, they broke in and. They got uh, staggers like Bluetooth speaker. They got a mandolin that was in there. They got my crappy guitar. So Still luckily, it guitar, was, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it was it was a drag. I think we've been broken into 
over the course of being in different bands, probably six or seven times. Yeah. It's always sucks. Yeah. So, just oh. like smash and grab stuff. You'll smash a window, reach in and grab a bag. Oh, yeah. You know, don't even, it might not even be anything of value in there, but. I came home from a, a gig one night. I forgot my guitar in my truck across the street. And I must have been inside the house for 15 minutes before I realized. By the time I came back out, it was gone. It was gone. Yeah. Oh, damn. It sucks. It happens. Oh, yeah. We played a oh, show yeah. in um, Baton Rouge. Yeah, that was Baton Rouge. Rouge and, uh, yeah, while we were inside, it wasn't our guitars. It was people that were just there to see the show. Someone yeah. just went by his car. And I don't think he had it locked, though. He didn't have it locked and just took both his guitars and left by the time we were even finished with our set. Yeah. Yeah, we played, uh, I played a show with Two Cow Garage, like, I'm north, like I'm an hour north of here. And they told me that they got all their guitars stolen. And then they just chalked it up. They were on tour. The police said there was nothing they could do for them. And then months later, uh, their bass player was on eBay. And he was like, uh, he called their guitar player. And he was like, hey, like, somebody's selling. Uh, the guitar looks just like yours. The serial number at the end is a nine instead of a six. Uh, but, I mean, like, you should buy it. Like, you get your guitar back. And he was like, no problem. The guy was, like, looking at it and looking at it. They had just photoshopped it. And taken the number and flipped, flipped it, upside it upside down, down. Yeah. and it was, his guitar. it was his guitar and then they went through his and he was selling all of their stuff right and then they called the police wherever it was because it wasn't the state they lived in and the police were like there's nothing we can do for you yeah of course uh and then all of a sudden all the stuff just got taken off because they what they did is the guy was like well i'll just buy it. i'll have my the other dude in the band yeah. buy it back fuck it like yeah. who cares yeah well, and he put in the highest bid and then they all got blocked and then everything got taken down. Like the dude realized it was wow. the band, and then you know it's like so many times we've heard of people's stuff getting stolen, and then like they'll find it in the town later, and they'll just you know buy it from whoever yeah. stole it. I mean, it's so that's horrible. Yeah. It's very depressing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Skip but that was because he bought it back from a crackhead. Yeah, he bought it. Oh, he bought yeah, he bought it back. Yeah, from bought a it back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like two hundred bucks. Or and it was like damaged. It was like cracked. Yeah. That's terrible. You want to do High on a Mountain? Let's have a Miss Liz sing one. You want to sing one? All right.
wonder if you ever think of me Or has time blotted out your memory Grab me a beer. <laughs> I didn't mean to make you the bartender. So how long? Uh, so how, um, how much longer is this tour? Or are you guys just gonna keep going? Till uh, the fourth. Yeah, till June fourth. Um, and then we're just doing weekend runs in Texas. Try yeah. to build up some kind of circuit in Texas because you can, as as a person living in Texas as a musician, you can stay in Texas and never leave. Oh really? Yeah, and just. Yeah, you so were in Texas. Do people do that? Oh, yeah. I mean, Texas is huge. I've driven across it. A yeah, few times. I mean, there's there's so many, I guess, famous Texas musicians that no one, no other state knows about them. Oh, but they're just famous. They're famous there. in Texas. Yeah, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're gonna try to build that up. That's good. Yeah, so we're working on building Texas up because I always kind of wanted to have a homecoming show. We've never had like a good homecoming show because we never really had never a had a home so. Like, when we lived in East Tennessee, we would play in Knoxville, and that was cool, but it wasn't like a, we never had, like, a homecoming show, like, you know, like, a blow it out, like, where's your, like, hometown? Because you're not really anchored anywhere, is that where it is? Because you're just, you have friends all over, you don't, you don't just have a group of friends at home, you have friends all over the country, all over the world. Working on Texas a little bit, and then uh, we need to take a little bit of time off before we go back over to, go over to Europe, because we're going to spend almost two months over there, and then as soon as we get back... I mean, it's summertime, and it's like hustle, hustle, hustle. As soon as we get back, play a bunch more festivals and a lot more touring, going out to the West Coast again um, in September. So we take a little bit of time off in June. Last year, we were on the road constantly, nonstop. I think we played somewhere around 300 shows last year. Does it ever get to be too much? A little bit. Sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Your body starts hurting. Yeah. We, we need For to, being in the van sitting position all the time? Yeah, and like sleeping on floors. Yeah. And, you know, just after a while... It would be a lot more beneficial. Our time would be better spent um, taking a little bit of time off and, you know, having better shows. And it also helps build the demand up, too. I mean, of course. If we're yeah. constantly on tour. Can't there's only so many places you can It's go. like if you play one bar all the time. Yeah, first yeah. two shows might be great, but the rest of them, right. nobody's yeah, showing yeah. up for you. So, I'm trying to work on that. I'm trying to do a little bit of touring smarter instead of touring harder type thing you know but ideally i mean i would love if we could tour four weeks to have two weeks off or three weeks two weeks off yeah 
That would be awesome. Just keep on doing that. Yeah. yeah, every time we book a tour, though, it starts out being about like three weeks long. I'm like, oh, well, we're already there. We just another <laughs> week and push it out, you know? Well, this guy just called me. He, he, it's like right around the corner from yeah, where you're going, yeah, right? Yeah, it's yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah. 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 I mean, when's the next time we're going to be here? Well, we got it. Might as well just go ahead and do it, you know? So I don't know. We're, we're gluttons. We're gluttons for punishment. We, we like to tour. I like to tour. I like to be on the road. And I, when we get home, we're not making money, so we're spending money. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you see your bank account deplete and stuff like that. And then we don't really have anything to do. So whenever we do have a break, we get home and, you know, after about. I, I disagree with that. After about four or five days, <laughs> I'm just like, all right, man, I need to, I, need to, I, need to, I, need to, I want to get out and play a show again. I'm four or five days off. That's, I don't know, I get antsy a little bit. I like to play. You just want to play. You have, yeah. what do you like to do in your downtime then? Me? Yeah. Uh, I like to build things. <laughs> I like to start projects that I don't finish. <laughs> I know all projects. about that. I've gotten really into rocks lately. And uh, they're at our property, there's an old house that burned down in the 70s. And I decided that I was going to, like, clean it up. And these rocks, I mean, they're huge. Like they probably, field stones? Like, like flat, flat sandstone rock, yeah, like probably weigh 50 house. pounds. So I'm, like, trying to build all these fire pits and make it, like, this recreational area but it's a lot of work so like the first couple days you're really into oh, yeah, it and yeah. then like you're like oh well we got to play a song and then maybe a week later you'll come back and move a stone because that's how my life is like. yeah yeah or i'll just sit out there for hours a day and move rocks <laughs> it's therapeutic sometimes there just aren't enough rocks sometimes just doing what you want to do is the best thing yeah. to do yeah yeah, yeah. I own a bunch of old cars and old bicycles and old everything. And I'm like, I'm, I'm going to fix it all at once. Right. I have a transmission that's been sitting in that window over there for fucking since Christmas. Yeah. Well, I wanted to thank you guys for coming on. I mean, thank you so much for having Yeah, of course. This has been a blast. It's been fun. I'm glad you guys could come. Uh, do you have any shows that you want to talk about specifically or anything uh, like that? Yeah, Liz's birthday's coming up in Philly on May 20th. Uh, if you want to come out, hang out and tusk. celebrate Liz's birthday with us. Don't bring um, a gun. Yeah, no guns. Did somebody bring a gun last no, time? No, it's just Philly, man. They're wild. They just like their guns. They like guns. Yeah. Um, Westport Roots Festival uh, is going on in a few weeks in uh, Kansas City, Missouri. Check that out. That's got an incredible lineup if you're somewhere in the Midwest listening here. And uh, also the John Hartford Memorial Festival in Indiana, uh, beginning of the first weekend of June. Uh, we'll be playing that too, and that's going to be another awesome festival too. So, just, uh, you know, looking for some festivals to go to, come hang out. It'd be cool. I have one more question. If you guys could play anywhere, any venue, country, anything like that, where would it be? Any mm -hmm. idea? You want to play yeah, in Japan? Japan would yeah, be great. I, I or would Australia. really like to play Bluegrass Underground in oh, McMinn, yeah. Tennessee. There's this cave yeah. uh, in McMinn, Tennessee. McMinnville. McMinnville. Yeah, okay. Yeah, McMinnville. And uh, it's called Bluegrass Undervent Underground, and uh, they have awesome bands in there, and uh, they televise them a lot of times too. But really? I've never been there before. It's a natural yep. cave. But it looks oh, cool! Awesome. It's like a yeah. natural cave amphitheater. They have like world class bluegrass bands played on there. Not saying that we're even a bluegrass band, but if Be cool to play I want to play in a cave, man, I want to play in a cave. Who doesn't want to play in a cave? That sounds amazing. Yeah. 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 Wow. Well, make sure to check them out, urbanpioneers.com. Urbanpioneersmusic.com. Urbanpioneersmusic.com. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you again. Thank you. And thanks, everybody, for listening. <laughs>